What's up and welcome to We're Gaming Weekly. My name is Nick and that right there is my brother Josh. Hi, Say Josh. hi Josh. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm doing all right. Um I'm doing yeah. all right. All right's a fine way to be right now. I don't think anyone's expected to be perfect at well, the yeah. moment. Uh, I've got this massive like muscle spasm that's gone from the base of my skull here all the way down to like below my left shoulder blade. So it's been it's been going off all day. It's some we must uh, there must be something in the uh um I don't know, the fact that we're brothers because I also have been having this back pain on my left side. Um and for some reason I feel like it's related I have some like che- like muscly stre- chest pain as well. And they usually hurt together. And so it's kind of like a couple right when the coronavirus started it I was feeling a lot of these like panic attacks and that's kind of what it feels like, except I don't have the anxiety. I just have the the pain. So anyway, so we're just, we're just a bunch of, you know, hurting people at this moment. Right. That's right. Um, And for uh, video watchers, uh, you might notice I am no longer backwards, uh, which I tried to wear things that didn't look like they were backwards, but now I've uh, fixed my screen to where it looks correct. So uh, it's, it's all That's all awesome. this is a learning process for me, but um, it look should look right today. Good. Um, so curious, Josh, have you been able to play anything this week? Well, have you been much gaming this um, week? Not a ton of gaming. I'm playing, you know, not to beat the dead horse of Slay the Spire, but uh, I did play a little bit of that. Uh, you know, I, I'm on. I'm moving through the characters. I won't go any further than that for people who are tired of hearing it. <laughs> um, it's still a fun game. Go play it. Um, otherwise, um, yeah, you know, I, do- I dove back into uh, Destiny Two. Uh, not, I didn't dive back in. I I skimmed back in or dipped my toes back in because uh, uh, I wanted to try to get it running at sixty FPS on my computer. Oh yeah, and um, just to, just to see if it makes like that big of a difference, and it is very noticeable when it runs at sixty FPS. Uh, my my computer's not the strongest computer in the world, so it's not going to look incredible. But I mean, it was pretty much a steady 60, 1080, uh, 60, and it looked great. Uh, I didn't feel like it changed the world for me. Uh, some people might call sure. it sacrilegious, but uh, I mean, it was fun. I like to play it. Well, we're not used to having big, big, flashy, yeah. you know, TVs and I stuff. I still anyway. felt a little bit of a delay between my. Dual shock and the computer. Um, I don't know if that has to do. Because you're not mouse and keyboarding well, it. I, I did play for about thirty minutes with the mouse and keyboard. It just it just doesn't work for me. It doesn't feel right. It feels like I'm just using the computer. It doesn't feel like I'm playing a game. And uh, unless I'm playing an RTS, mm-hmm. I just, I, uh, using a mouse and keyboard doesn't really work for me. Um, so I play yeah. the control. Right I here. only want mouse and keyboard support so I can play The Sims. Yeah. Sorry, um, you and go. then otherwise, um, I don't know if the the controller delay. I, you know, I, I have a Bluetooth to the PlayStation dongle that's in my PC. It's in a, a USB 3.0 port, uh, but it's still Bluetooth. So there's still going to be a little bit of a delay, but I don't get that kind of delay on a PS4. So um, right, but it did. And the other thing, we strange thing was I was getting uh, rumble feedback from playing it on Steam. Uh, on on the PS4 hmm. controller, DualShock Four, but it didn't feel the same. It, it was not as 
intense. Hmm. You know, it felt more war- warbly, war- warbly, very like just like warbly. It, it was weak vibrations, like not specific to what you were doing yeah, necessarily. It was, it just not as intense of a uh, reaction sometimes. Hmm. So, so I mean, even that sure. was noticeable. Yeah. So. so, I wonder if the Stadia, because uh, I know you said you played on Stadia. I think we talked about it on a different episode. I wonder if you had the Stadia controller when you're playing on the Stadia version, if you'd get that Maybe. feedback. Um, I'm not sure if there would be a difference, but you know, um, when they talked about Stadia, they did talk know. about how the uh, controller, ideally, when I guess when they have everything rolled out, it's supposed to communicate with the servers better than just. Uh, Using your DualShock or another controller, I don't know how mm. that would work or what technology would make it communicate better. But I mean, they did mention that uh, that itself. So yeah, I'm looking forward to the DualSense controller making me like I'm driving through sand or something like that. I think that I still wish they called it DualShock Five, uh, but you know, whatever. And yeah, DualShock Five uh, actually sounds like a cool band name, DualShock Five. It sounds like a You'd be a boy band. From there the was 90s. a boy band. It, what um, were they called? The uh, they were the something five, um, not the Jackson Five. That was the seventies. Uh, no one said Jackson Five. I know. Uh, well, well, <laughs> someone, someone knows because they had a song in Smart House. They were they did like a performance or something in Smart House, the Disney original movie. They oh. were. Uh, I can picture them. I can hear oh. the song, but. Uh, it's gone. So, but there was something five. Or... Well, I've go ahead. Oh, yeah. Well, I've been playing a game. I've been playing Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare. I've been playing some of the campaign and the multiplayer. Uh, a friend of mine has been playing it. So I finally, you know, bit the bullet and bought it. And, you know, I did not do my due diligence. And this is something we've talked about. Um, I did not do my due diligence and research because. You had asked me, like, oh, I heard it's a large download size. And I'm like, oh, it's, I guess it's fine. And then I realized that I have the entire game downloaded, and it's 200 gigabytes Jeez. right now. And it is insane. And I saw a meme I think I sent to you was uh, this guy being, like, wondering what game I'm going to have to delete this so guy. I can fix this download. <laughs> oh, well, okay. I wasn't going to – I don't even remember what the meme was. But anyway, so I was just like, yeah. I didn't realize I was the only one. It is almost almost like obnoxious how much it is just because it's like you don't need that much space. And then today I hopped on before we recorded the show and played a couple rounds. And the first thing that popped up, you know, in those games, there's always updates like, oh, hey, here's some patch notes or whatever. It's that, oh, do you want to conserve data? We'll just delete some of the DLC. But just so you know, if you delete some of that DLC, you may not be able to play some of the game. And I'm just like, what? What? Just like, yeah, I was. It, it's so mad. And like, the game is a lot of fun, which is what I'll get to in a second. So it's like, yeah, but screw you, Call of Duty. Um, I mean, I, like, I know, like, Sea of Thieves, I remember, um, I like, I, like, a year after they came out, they had a pretty decent sized download. But then a year after they came out, they like did a repatch where they basically, re-downloaded the game for you and they like halved the download size or the, the file size and i'm just like can we get that like none of this makes any sense i'm like i, I should like are i almost you, feel the need to get a campaign separate... or you're just playing multiplayer 
Oh, I'm playing all. Of, I'm playing all of it. I, say, um, I mean, it would make sense at some uh, point to be able, like, you know what? Let's just delete the single player. To, you know, once you beat it or whatever, and only have the multiplayer. And you know, if that's eighty gigabytes or whatever, that'd be fine. And then as we go along, you got we got to compress that stuff down. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so I mean, we can all lament on file sizes anytime but i have really enjoyed the game um i haven't really properly played a call of duty in a while um because i've you know i've just not been interested in the annualized you know call of duty fatigue yeah. or whatever um but the last call of duty i properly played was probably black ops 2 uh, and i spent a lot of time in the in the multiplayer on that i never really considered myself a first person shooter guy except for like destiny so getting into this has been a lot of fun the campaign is really so everything about this game is is gorgeous. The details on the characters' faces, they, they've definitely like heightened everything. Um, the, of course, you can't complain about the, the way the game feels because they, they know what they're doing at this point. The, the gunplay, the, the reaction, the, the feel of the control is, is great. Um, I'm actually doing very good in Warzone and, and the other... Um, multiplayer maps um I, I so i went through and just played a lot of my favorites like kill confirmed i remember loving that um um mode when it first debuted i think of black ops 2 gun game one in the chamber i spent like a whole day just cycling through those three and then of course Warzone is the battle royale um which is what when i squat up with my my friend and we try to you know survive the you know win the win the match um, the h- most hilarious thing. So uh, it starts off like all battle royales, right? Where you're on a plane and you, you drop out of the plane and you look at the map. You're like, oh, we're going to go over here based on where the circle is mm-hmm. or whatever. So you touch the the touchpad to bring up the map. Um, but to ping a location that you're supposed to go to, like Jose will be like, oh, we should go here. Or he's like, okay, you pick. And so, you you know, I'm scrolling around. I'm like, oh, we should drop at the stadium or whatever. And you're supposed to hit the down, uh, uh, down D pad, down on the D pad to ping a location. But I keep wanting to hit X and X is jump (laughs) out of the plane. And so I don't know how many times, like I'm pretty sure the main reason we lost outside of this, outside of the fact that I just generally suck, but like, most of the time it's because we land where we're not intending to land. Oh, we're going to go all the way to the dam. So we're going to ride the plane for like another minute. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then I'll hit down or I'll, I mean, mean to hit down to mark the dam. And then said hit X and he's like, what are you doing? And so we just have to drop out and then it's, it's crazy and, and chaos. And it's, and it's a lot of fun. Um, but there's another mode that's um, like a longer team death match inside of a, uh, the same map they, they use for the battle royale, so it's like it's kind of like uh, in, in a very interesting way. It's kind of like uh, mag, um, where it's uh, it's not battle royale; it's team right. deathmatch, uh, but it is on the same map. And that's what I, I've spent most of because you can respawn; you don't have to worry about dying permanent permanently or whatever. And I've been using sniper rifles, and I've saved a lot of videos on how I've been getting good at nice. like quick scoping and sniping and i i feel like so cool right now because i'm never good at those things like granted if like in the grand scheme of things if you watch the full 10 minute video you would see me like 
you know, screwing up, but like there's a lot of, a, a lot of good shots. I got and I feel pretty good about it, but anyway, so it's a really good game. I do. I do think if you had the extra space, it'd be fun to play with yeah. you. Well, I might be able to, you might have to get a whole separate well, hard drive on my uh, PC. Oh yeah, and there's complete yeah. crossplay. So, so since I have um, such space on my you know, PC, of course, I guess I could also put it. I have the external drive for uh, that works for the PlayStation, so I might I could also put it on there. But I I considered buying a separate drive just for the game, but I'm like I don't like I don't know if I'm going to play it for that long. But I do like your idea of like once I'm done with the campaign, just. Yeah. Um, Knocking out of like deleting I think it's that. A good idea to have an external hard drive. I mean, anyway, I mean, I did that for a while when my uh, hard drive was smaller, uh, where I would just load up just a bunch of games on there, and when you disconnected it, it was fine. You just couldn't access those games until you reconnected it. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't get a hard drive just for uh, <laughs> Call of Duty, although it might eventually take, no. up, take up that space, but. Uh, <laughs> Well, I just I just think if my t- my things a terabyte, right? So it's like that's an, like a quarter of or a quarter, like a fifth of my hard drive space. Yeah. So it's just not great. But um, but um, so we've had some time to digest the PS5 conference, right? Yep. Um, one thing I've noticed I wanted to ask you about, Josh, is uh, so there's been a surprising, I say, a surprising lack of uh, more stuff from either party. Even Nintendo, if you want to call them, call them. But um, I'm surprised there's not been a whole lot from Xbox since the um, PS5 reveal. And I didn't know if um, you had any thoughts on that because right now we're well, still in that waiting know, game. Now PS5 came out big and strong. Uh, Go ahead. I, I don't expect Sony to. Really, I mean, we we didn't expect to hear any more from Sony after that this week because we have The Last of Us coming out tomorrow or mm-hmm. in about three hours. So. Uh, I didn't expect to hear really much more unless there was some confusion about their initial post like they had, you know, with uh, the Spider-Man stuff. Um, I really didn't hear, expect to see more from Sony. Uh, I, I assume Microsoft went back to the drawing board on what they were doing after, one, mm-hmm. after their initial uh, third-party reveal. I think they went, tried too hard to be... Uh, men of the people where it just looked like yeah. us and and with bad you know green screen and they didn't they were over promising and not delivering and i think they just really had to go back and uh reevaluate what they were going to do um because i think their initial plan was to have that reveal and then have a reveal every month or some kind of stream mm-hmm. every month and it seems like these they're skipping june now and they're gonna have a July and August reveal. Uh, yeah, I definitely know they're doing something next month, and I'm sure we're gonna see a lot of great things from them. Oh yeah, um, it's, it's it, for me. I think it's just they're retooling how they want to say things and what they're gonna do as far as presentation wise. Um, they don't want to do what EA just did or what they did last time. So right, uh, they wanted to be more. They'll, they'll probably try to be more closer to what Sony did with the PS5 reveal. Um, but we did hear a little bit from them as far as them, again, trying to clarify smart delivery, because apparently it's just super confusing to people what smart delivery is. And it's literally what I've been saying 
because uh, they put out a tweet. They're like, this is what how what, how smart delivery works. Turn on the Xbox of your choice. Download your game. That's it. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, like, yeah. Buy the game once yeah. with smart delivery. Or if the title supports smart delivery, you buy the title. And then depending on what Xbox you load it up on, is will determine which version it will download. Right. Yeah. But there's st- there's still some so, uh, going on. So that's about the extent we've heard from Microsoft. Just yeah. And now, of course, we're you know PlayStation is not really talking about if they're going to have a system or if their system's going to work or what they're going to do. When it comes to that, I know that there will be backwards compatibility. I feel like right now it's kind of a tired argument or tired talking yeah. point until I, I, I they finally say what they have. I've and it, the conversation, like in, in about five to six months, we're going to know exactly how all of this works. So these are yeah. the moot points. So, right. Um, so, yeah, it'd be really interesting to see what Microsoft says next week when they, uh, next week, next month when they um, announce. The, their big response, I, I and really I have a feeling that they're going to announce their pricing first. I, I could see that. Um, I really hope to see uh, what the initiative is doing. I hope they have a really strong uh, reveal. Um, I don't think, mm-hmm. unless Halo is going to be significantly different, just having something from Halo or uh, from Gears or something is going to be big enough to move the needle we got to see a new strong ip from them and so initiative mm-hmm. has to be ready to knock something out of the park within the first year of release right I, I i think i disagree a little bit i do think because this halo is supposed to be substan- substantially different than the halos that we've gotten i think it'll be um i think if they don't show halo they're making a mistake if, if they don't show Gears, I don't think anyone's going to care because they just came out with Gears 5. But I do agree that like they can't just show the things you already know. They have to show at least one super strong game. And then hopefully, like they've already announced the sequel to um, uh, Sinua's Sacrifice, Hellblade. Um, hopefully, maybe they have gameplay. Like I mean, you know, kind of know how the game played last time, but now we can see it how it looks on uh, Series X and right. on the Unreal Engine 5 and stuff like that. So I'm hoping that that's what we're going to see. The but, hardest thing for Microsoft um, is going to be the fact that they came out and said that the for the first you know, year or so, there's not going to be any exclusive Series X titles. Like most of the titles they're going to release or all the titles they're going to release within the first year or so are going to be also playable on the Xbox One to be hard they've got to come up with a value proposition for people to come and and fork out money for a brand new console when they're going to turn around and mark down the xbox one x to a fairly reasonable price mm-hmm. that's a very still a very powerful console i mean they tout it as the most powerful console on the market so it's more powerful powerful than the ps4 pro well if i want an xbox and everything mm-hmm. they're doing i could just go buy xbox one x and have everything they're yeah. doing. It's got the 4K. It's got, you know, I don't need 8K. I'm not going to need 8K for another 15 years, or you know, I, I barely have a 4, you know, right, 4K right, HDR. Right. So I'm we're still working on that right now. So 
I could just yeah. get the One X. And now they might be perfectly happy with that, but they've also spent a lot of money on the this new stuff. And so that's where where they're going to yeah. have to balance value for the old stuff, but w- wanting people to jump on to the actual new consoles and not just buy a discounted old one. Right. But well, instead of hearing anything from Xbox or PlayStation 5 this week, uh, all we've gotten is kind of like some people have been disappointed because we just found out that Cyberpunk got delayed. And we'll talk about more about that on uh, We're Gaming yeah. News uh, next week. Uh, and then a lot of new Pokemon games and stuff. One thing that we kind of uh, didn't really touch on last week, uh, so it's so it's kind of old news, but something that I think would be kind of an interesting talking point for now um, is that AT&T is looking to sell WB Games yeah. Division, which includes studios like TT Games, Rocksteady, NetherRealm Studios, all those big games, especially developers that we've been waiting to hear from right. in general. It kind of, um, there's not a, like, on the article that I was looking at, there's not a whole lot of information as to is there anything happening to the studios? Are the studios going to be able to keep going their pace and then someone else is just going to own them? Like, I know there's been talks that maybe Take-Two might own them or Activision, I believe, is one of the names. No one's responded to it. But I was curious uh, if you had an, uh, had a, a thought about what this could mean for these games. And right now, I don't think there's one game on, on from any of these developers again, TT Games, Rocksteady, NetherRealm, Monolith Productions, WK Boston, Avalanche, um, Montreal. I don't know if there's one cons- one of these developers that has a game announced um, that we know for sure is they're working on. I know that WB is working on right. something, um, Montreal is working on something because they keep teasing stuff, but we don't know what it is. And for all we know, if this thing happens in it's a shakeup for the well, company. Will they even absolutely. release again? So uh, we know NetherRealm is still working on DLC and stuff for Mortal Kombat 11. Um, and when they get sold, they'll retain their rights. So uh, mm. they uh, NetherRealm owns the IP for Mortal Kombat. So no matter where they go, they get to take it with them. Uh, more interesting thing right. will be if Warner Brothers sells their Warner, or if Warner Time, you know Time Warner AT and T sells the Warner Brothers gaming studios, are they going to retain the rights to those games when Warner is going to definitely keep the rights to Batman and DC Comics? Mm-hmm. So, other than maybe like uh, completing projects still in in progress, are they going to be able to work on? Batman titles in the future, or Ninja Turtles, or Harry Potter, mm-hmm. or 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 does this is this going to like split up the family? Because if Rocksteady, owned by WB, is making a Batman game or a Justice League game or n- Harry Potter game, like do they keep that part? And does NetherRealm go with someone else? Or I, I, maybe I just don't want to quite understand how. But, yeah, I'm, work. I'm I don't not sure really, as far but, as like. It, uh, it sounds like they're selling them in as a package. It's not going to be a lot. I don't think it'll be a piecemeal. Like I'm selling uh, Nether Realm to take two. Of course, I guess they could if they wanted to. Um, but uh, I, I honestly, I just don't. I don't know how that would work. Um, specifically with the IP, uh, if they, if they, if Warner, AT and T, and Time Warner want to keep the 
IP, then they would just license it out to whoever, I guess, buys the studios. Because if they want to get out Mm -hmm. of games completely, they're just going to sell all their gaming studios. Then there's no reason not to license out that to those studios that are working on those games anyway. They're just taking the funds away from them. They're not going to be directly playing the game. So here's the uh, intro to um, a medium uh, article on Medium that talks about it just a little bit. It goes into a lot of um, uh, opinions that I don't think are necessary, but the facts part is so. So it looks like AT&T is looking to sell Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment or WB Games with a possible price tag of about $4 billion. The company is reportedly selling the gaming division in an effort to to have to divest assets to deal with its $165 billion debt. CNBC reports that the discussions are, are currently private and that no deal is assured or imminent. Um, nevertheless, the announcement has piqued the interest of several parties in the gaming industry. For the moment, Take-Two Interactive, EA, and Activision Blizzard have already expressed interest in acquiring, the, in, in acquiring WB Interactive. Um, and so that's, those are the, the, the facts right now. Um, of course, it, then it goes on to say, like, maybe Microsoft should buy them or, or whatever. Um, I just think that um, it's just a really interesting thing when you get, like you said, when you get into all those contracts and what, and what does this mean when someone is divorced from that family? I don't know. I think it'd be, I would love to see, I mean, if it had to happen, I would love to see, like, take two, um, take ownership of these franchises because i mean take two owns rockstar right and so maybe the correlation doesn't necessarily equal causation but i think like that's a pretty good step in the right direction whereas like activision blizzard and or ea seems like a like a risky step for um, yeah I, for that those yeah, games i agree with that i don't wouldn't want to really want to see either anybody uh or any of those studios go to ea or activision um, I don't necessarily see him with Take Two because um, uh, Rockstar is not going to work on its licensed game. Period. And Take Two's got what Two K, who are going to focus on sports games. You have uh, Gearbox, who does Borderlands, and they're doing that Godfall. I don't. I, I wouldn't. I don't know if any of those. Uh, if that studio would be. No. No. I wonder if. Yeah, though I wonder if what if it's not about removing the WB name and it's they just have the company, they just own the same studios. It's just Take Two is now in charge. I wonder now that we the more we talk about it, I'm like, I wonder if that's what it's really happening because it it would seem weird just to rip it apart. But well, I mean, I don't know. If you were going to sell, I mean, you you could sell Sony, uh, WB Montreal, or Rocksteady, or uh, if you think of it like think of it as a publishing arm, each one is an individual asset that they would get the whole thing mm-hmm. instead of not not just the IP, uh, but they would ha- also own the studio and the people, and then they would be up to Sony to determine whether. They wanted to keep that studio or marry it into or merge it into something they already own. So in that case, yeah, it wouldn't be it's not not necessarily 
moving the IP to one of their studios as much as right. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. I'm in, like, we, we're all overdue for some really cool Batman announcement or Harry Potter announcement or something. So I'm, you know, uh, I'm eager that hopefully soon we'll hear something, but it seems a little shaky at the yeah. moment. Um, but I do want to segue to our main topic of the show uh, is going to be um, kind of still PlayStation 5 related a little bit, but we wanted to talk about the future of what digital games and how digital media is going to work in the future. So this ins- was inspired by a couple tweets from Imran Khan, a um, former game and former reporter who now you know frequents on the kind of funny podcasts and um, he does freelance writing and stuff like that. So he had some questions about what this might mean, and I'll read the tweets. So he says, something to chew on. I wonder if Sony primarily makes special edition PS5s in the discless edition. The margins are better, it's cheaper to manufacture, and it slowly starts getting people to the, to the idea that physical media is a luxury item and not a necessity. He goes on to say, uh, a probably larger argument needs to be made that if Sony is going to do this, the consumer relationship with digital libraries are going to have to change. Right now, they're almost all upside for the producers with little beyond convenience for the customer. So um, so that's kind of the starting point for this conversation. I think it's a really interesting idea. Josh, when you asked me after when we did our PS5 um, post-show whatever uh, responses, you asked me which one I was going to pick, and I, I instinctively just said, oh, I'm going to do the discless condition because I assume it's going to be cheaper. I could be wrong. I assume it's going to be cheaper, and I don't buy games anymore, uh, you know, physical games anymore. Um, and I don't watch movies, physical movies either. Um, so, like, my inclination is to go all digital. and But with the caveat that it is inconvenient to go on digital. I remember um, a friend of mine was playing the Warhammer game I was talking about uh, a couple weeks ago, I guess. Warhammer Vermintide. And he's like, oh, you should pick it up. It's only like $14 at GameStop. And I was like, okay. So I did that. and But I'm like, I don't really want to buy it at GameStop. I'd rather just download it. But it was like 40 something dollars here. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to go get it then. And of course, maybe like a week and a half later, it was cheaper on PlayStation Store. So using that as an example, it's just kind of like, well, um, to Emron's point, it's like right now, other than periodic sales from like days of play or whatever discounts they do, like it's never going to be more affordable to go digital. We only do it out of convenience. And so we can both play games. So anyway, so that's kind of like, I don't have an answer yet, but that's where I'm, I want to start the conversation. I'm curious what you think about it all. And if you think you're going to go digital you know, only. I am leaning more towards the digital only uh, version, just because, like you said, other than, uh, I don't have any movies other than, like I said, the Avatar, uh, Last Airbender series. Um, I almost don't have a reason to have a disc, except for the PSVR. Uh, all our PSVR right. games are physical, so that might be a caveat to that. But I'm also not playing PSVR that much, and you know, if there's some kind of uh, sale on a bunch of PSVR games, so we could pretty much pick up everything we have, um, or yeah. not, and I'd probably be fine because I've got we 
mo- the most of the best games for PSVR we don't even have physically. So yeah, um, I am leaning more towards the uh, digital side, um, and I, you know, like you said, there's not until unless you get a random deal or a flash sale or something like that. Uh, you almost always pay, pay more for the digital copy than you would just buying a used copy at GameStop. But that might change uh, fairly quick after the launch of the consoles. Because uh, mm-hmm. right now, PlayStation and Microsoft are going to be... They just need GameStop and Walmart and stuff like that to sell the consoles. And that's really not even fully the case anymore because they're both pr- uh, promoting their own uh, stock of their own stores of consoles. Um, yeah. I saw recently that Microsoft is going to do it as well. Like you can buy a play, play, PlayStation four or an Xbox one or uh, Xbox or Microsoft's even doing a, uh, uh, installment program, like a phone deal where you pay 20 bucks a month to have yeah. game pass ultimate and a Xbox one. Uh, so they're giving you reasons to buy from them instead of, uh, going to a brick and mortar store, and if they see that that's useful and they don't need as many uh, retail partners to put out games, and if they're encouraging people to go digital and showing how easy it is to go digital, uh, then I can see them very quickly pivoting to, yeah, we don't need the physical stores anymore, and so we're going to start pricing games ten, fifteen dollars cheaper, just. As, as a standard uh yeah and because because they it, keep more of the profits they don't have to split 30 percent with the the retailer they can give the studios themselves a little bit more so they're gonna make a uh, mm-hmm. uh a higher uh income and so yeah and of course you won't be able to get rid of physical media entirely because there's going to be there's still a huge collector base and those also just people who can't rely on um digital only and even me who is digital only it, it is inconvenient when like my, my internet is not great so i have to make sure i have if i'm going to download something i always make sure or if i want to play something i make sure it's downloaded like 3 days before the day i want to play it just cuz you know cuz it takes forever to download and that's fine like it's a minor inconvenience for um all the other stuff i get out of it i think i think that the, the Thing I hope about what this diskless vision version does is increase the you know um, hard drive size, um, the solid state drive size rather. Like hopefully it comes with two terabytes. They haven't really said how much is gonna be on it, but if it comes with two terabytes or even more, I don't think it will. Then which I, I think you think it's gonna come I with think just it's one. Be the standard. I don't think anything is going to be different except for the hard drive or the disk drive because. Oh, you you mean you don't think it's gonna be more? Than whatever the no. So um, we know we what we do know for sure is. is that the PS5 is shipping with an 825 gigabyte uh, solid state drive. Uh, so it's mm. not even a full terabyte. Now oh, I didn't know I that. I think that might be usable space. So it might actually be a terabyte drive, and 820 is the usable space. So you have 820 or 850 something like that of uh, gigabytes of solid state memory. Uh, but there, I think that uh, Sony's going to keep both of them the same. That way, 
if they increase the hard drive space, which would make sense because you don't have a disk drive anymore, uh, they have to increase the price, and they want this one to be the cheap one. They right. want this one to be the four ninety nine or even the three ninety nine. That's the pipe dream. But uh, uh, if they have this one at four ninety nine, it's easier to have the next one at five ninety nine. If you have one that's yeah under that five hundred mark. Yeah. Well, what I like about the idea, obviously, of this being cheaper, is like if you are saving a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars, um, by buying this digital edition. Then that 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 two hundred extra dollars you would have bought for the physical edition, you can spend on the games in Sony's right. store. So so automatically they're getting yeah, they're getting yeah. they're recouping something. It may not be enough, but it's yeah, all coming could, back they to them. Um, what I do on that digital version because of everything has to be bought through them. You can't even go to a store and buy digital code other than PSN money. You can't go buy the P, the digital version of the last of us anymore you have to buy it on right. the PS, uh, playstation network and you can only buy the cash the gift cards for the network yeah so i i'm curious what this does for those those retailers in general because like with gamestop um it seems ironic that they'll be selling this console uh that is ultimately going to be well not ultimately but we'll definitely to their make it more difficult for them to survive contributing to their downfall. Full disclosure, I own stock in GameStop yeah. and don't want them to uh, I, go I, down, I, I but do it's well, but um, just more speculation than you know, anticipation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. This isn't insider training yeah. or anything. This is just like <laughs> uh, well, so, so it's like, I, I do want them to succeed, but I'm also going to buy the thing that's best for me, even if it's not best for me in the long run. I don't know. Um, ultimately, uh, I've, I've always bought my consoles from... No, that's not true. I literally just said last week that I bought my console from... Uh, Walmart. Walmart. But um, I bought my Switch from GameStop. I think I bought my PS3 from GameStop. Um, I don't remember. Yeah, really. uh, um, but I... I I have nothing else to say. I, well, I bought my PS, my original PS4, you know, secondhand, but I bought my PS4 Pro from GameStop, and I'm pretty sure I bought the George Foreman mm-hmm. PS3 from GameStop. And oh my, yeah, my PS4 Pro was oh, from I bought GameStop. PSTV from GameStop. Uh, mm-hmm. PSTV, but the PlayStation TV, those are different. Yeah, um, but but so. So with that in mind, it's like what I what I if if Sony wants to kill <laughs> retail market, if they just want to, um, I think what they ha- uh, the several things they have to do is, you know, they already have a subscribing base. You have to have you pay sixty bucks a year or whatever to get PlayStation Plus. I think if you're a PlayStation Plus member, you should automatically get some sort of discount on all games, ten percent, fifteen percent. You should automatically get that on all games. Um, and then, of course, increased on sales. So, which is something that they already do. Like, oh, like if you're not a member, you get 10%. If you are a member, you get 25%. But I'm saying, like, no matter what the game is, the first day and date, you pay 50 bucks instead of 60 or yeah. something. Or 55. Um, I, I think they need to do, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be ridiculous, but I'm saying like, uh, I think if they start doing creating like what an in-store system would be, but on the digital market, like if you're a GameStop Pro member and you get the magazine and stuff like that, um, you also get discounts on games. You get a five dollar gift card every month, whatever. Um, like they should have the um, equivalent to yeah. that yeah. on on that if they really want to try and to fight Sony for that. Could come out and say, hey, we, we've revamped PlayStation Now for PS5, and it's going to be, you can download any game from PS Now. That, see, that would be the big deal. You know, we've got the, my brain, my, the cogs are turning. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they didn't officially yeah. say, say backwards compatible for everything. But Mm-mm. they've only said it for PS4, and P, you know, PS5 and PS4, you know, is, PS5 can play PS4. So it looked like there was like more right. options in that little Mark Cerny bubble that he had. What if PS Now, mm-hmm. uh, right? Because currently with PS Now, you could download PS4 games, but you can't download PS3 games because of the weird cell processor. Mm-hmm. What if the PS5 can emulate enough for the PS3 that you can download your PS Now games now? All of them. PS1, mm-hmm. 2, 3, and 4. Uh, and that's the only way to play your PS3 games is through PS Now, but then you can download them and have the full fidelity right. of uh, that instead of streaming it. And then, and then PS5 yeah. games uh, are going to be more frequent on there, if, especially if you're a PS Plus member, because we're going to include PS Now. See, if you start putting those services together and making that value proposition even higher, then well, if Sony is going to give me access to all these games. Uh, free games every month and discounts on games and all this stuff, then sure, I'll get digital because I'm never going to buy a disc and yeah. put it in there because I'm getting all this stuff. It's all online. Yeah. And I think, you know, Microsoft is doing kind of their own outside of that line version where it's like, well, you can buy a game once and whatever console you get in the future, even if you buy that console from GameStop or whatever third party realtor. retailer um you never have to buy the game again so yeah you're given whatever your 300 400 500 for the console and then the 60 if you buy it physically you get 60 dollars on the game then when it's time for you to get your upgraded console you don't have to buy the game again plus with uh game pass being i mean doing the same thing with what you're saying with ps now is already removing that barrier to entry and then if i can play it on my phone i don't even have to buy the console anymore um and so automatically both parties in their own way are kind of like usurping the that um retail market which i think is super interesting and i think it will i we will i think it'll probably take about two or three years to see how drastic an effect on this is um and hopefully you know i i do hope gamestop doesn't collapse completely I, they, they're going to have to pivot very hard uh following this just this transition transition because I, I really believe with the way both of them are going to have digital uh versions of their consoles that they're trying to get eliminate the retail market because walmart doesn't really care about video games amazon doesn't care about video games best buy is not i mean None of these retail yeah. uh, carriers are are heavily invested or uh, a 
affected by video games anymore. Right. So with those, with them decreasing their uh, games as a priority and uh, Microsoft and Sony wanting to get away from catering to the retailers, it's only a matter of time. And so GameStop's got to pivot hard moving on if they're going to survive. And it looks like they're trying, but yeah. I haven't really heard any more uh, since. Well, and you know, they haven't really had a chance to. Yeah, yeah. They the, haven't really the, had a chance to do anything with what they wanted to do. Kind of, um, that was a huge problem there. And that might be the ultimate nail in the coffin if they can't come back and have people come to their stores and hang out. But. Yeah. That, that, that was a big thing. Like, uh, right, I remember right when it happened, GameStop was trying to force their way to stay alive as long as possible and not get shut down and claiming essential businesses. And I felt bad for them. I mean, like, they, I don't think they, I mean, I think that they did their best, but ultimately they're not essential. And um, I, I remember, I think when I went to GameStop to pick up that Warhammer game, it was like the two days before they ended up shutting down completely. And it was just like, you know, and it was at least in California. I, I think they stayed open a little bit. In California, they weren't even open for curbside pickup. You, you, oh, yeah. Um, uh, they were just shut down for two months. Uh, I think now you can probably go. But anyway. So, yeah, that's really interesting. It's really interesting to see how it's going to all play out. Um, I bought The Last of Us Part 2 digitally, yeah. so we go play, and I don't feel bad about that. Um, that, that that's another thing is... Um, collector's editions like i mean not that i always feel the need to buy collector's editions because i mean it's not that we buy so many games but it's just like i'm not going to pay 100 bucks on all of these games just so i can have extra stuff i don't really need but like it would have been like especially like oh there's a cool like poster or vinyl or whatever you can get these or statues or whatever and it's like i do want those things i want to be able to get the code for the i think that's Last of Us Part Two and get the vinyl and stuff. I think well, and, I, I don't, I don't think yeah. you're going to get the codes anymore, but I think those things can still exist. I think GameStop can be a place for stuff like that. You can that you'll go in, you'll hang out, you'll have uh, your your tournaments, and uh, you can buy your collector's editions. You know, it was weird. You know, ten ten years ago when collector's editions were coming out, that didn't include the game. Like you're paying one hundred thirty dollars mm-hmm. for. A collector decision there's not a game in it well now it makes sense because you're getting your game cheaper digitally and if you want the stuff you can go buy the stuff just like you know if i want a uh a, a, a joker figurine i can go buy uh <laughs> the joker pop figure uh and that yeah. can come with the game so it, it that kind of uh a la carte novelties are becoming more and more uh, the norm. Yeah, yeah. No, but, I mean, I, I, but I do think they should have, uh, like, you should be able to pre-order a digital deluxe edition that sends you physical stuff, too. Sure. Like, put your mail address and say, okay, that way it comes with the digital. You don't have to buy them separately. You buy it all together. But I do think it's good if you do both. But, um, um, so next week we... Are gonna have the Last of Us. Yep. Uh, I will definitely have tried to play it. The work is really busy the next week. Yeah, I don't know I, I, how long I'm, I'm really gonna, gonna get a chance to. to. What we're 
I've talked about as far as The Last of Us. I'm going to try to sit down and play it, um, but there's there's just a lot of stuff going on. Uh, but I am very excited to get into it, uh, especially with all the reviews uh, saying you know positive things as far as uh, the game itself being you know uh, story wise incredible. So and, yeah, uh, I, I'm, so I'm I'm very excited about uh, that. I, I'm I'm a, I'm I'm happy that the leaks didn't seem to negatively negatively affect the uh, review scores coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to be honest, I haven't really been leaked by anything. I've not. I mean, I have my assumptions based off of the way people talk about the game, but I don't know yeah, I, specifically I, any any information. Yeah, I have not been spoiled um, on it, and if you spoil it for me, I will delete you and ban you. But there's not yeah, nothing well, you, in the you comments don't hear from to me. Ban, so. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought you meant, I thought you were saying me personally. I'm like, well, you can delete and ban me if you want, but I will not ruin it for you. But yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get into that. I do want to play more Call of Duty. I'm getting I'm trying to get more friends to to hop in. But, it, but I'm it's just like with the with that five hours that I have. <laughs> we're both talking. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, you know, with the, with a little bit of time I have. Um, like I don't like playing in the morning before work because I'll get distracted, and when I get off work, I only have like five hours left before I got to do it all again. So I had to decide what I want to use that time right. for. Do I want something heavy and dark like The Last of Us, or do I want something that I don't have to put my mind on and just shoot things? So that's where I'm yeah. at right now. Um, and I really just want to push you back in Destiny because uh, I, I want to get into it. Yeah, well, I think you're gonna have to wait for that. From at least on my end, you're gonna have to wait for me on that. Um, maybe after June's over and I've beaten The Last of Us and not started playing Ghost <laughs> yeah. of Tsushima, in uh, between those times. But well, Josh, I believe that's our show for yeah, this week. We, um, we will we'll be recording our Wear Gaming news in a couple of days, and you'll look for that on Monday. You'll look for you'll look for this soon, um, and then in the meantime, um, you can check me out on Twitter. I'm at Speak Nicholas. I'm at Jaws ten fifteen. You can also follow us at WearGaming underscore. Uh, follow us on tw- uh, Facebook and Instagram. Um, and until next time, say goodbye, Nick. Bye, Nick. <laughs>